When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast is brought to you by Triple Threat Sports, Marishka's in Crest Hill, Chuck's Southern Comforts Cafe, and by Fry the Coop. Here are your hosts, NBC Chicago's James Naveau and 670 The Scores hockey guy, Jay Zawoski. Let's drop the puck. Welcome into the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. Jay Zawoski with you here. Wait, that's Jay Zawoski's voice, not James Naveau's voice. That's right. James Naveau is currently working for NBC. That's what he does for a living, you know. So we were not able to get together for this emergency Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. But rest assured... We'll be back on Tuesday with a full-length, full-reaction podcast to John McDonough's firing and really anything else that could happen between right now, which is 4.45 p.m. on Monday, and when James and I get together at 1 o'clock p.m. on Tuesday. So if you missed the news, I've got a big story for you. This evening at 4.17 p.m., the Chicago Blackhawks sent the following press release. And listen carefully, because there are some important quotes in here from Rocky Wirtz. The headline, Chicago Blackhawks release John McDonough under subheadline, search underway for organization's president. Chicago Blackhawks chairman W. Rockwell Rocky Wirtz announced today the team has released John McDonough from his role as president and CEO of the organization. McDonough was hired as the president of the team in 2007 and 2011. The role of CEO was added to his title. Quote, 13 years ago, I recruited John to the Blackhawks because of his leadership, direction, and vision. John brought all of that to the table and more. His contributions went well beyond leading the team to three Stanley Cup championships. He rebuilt the front office and helped guide the organization toward a winning vision, said Wirtz. As difficult as this is, we believe it was the right direction for the future of the organization and its fans, Wirtz added. The Blackhawks, under McDonough's tenure, won Stanley Cup championships in 2010, 2013, and 2015. During that time, the organization elevated its fan experience expanded partnership and marketing efforts, and were on a record 531-game sellout run before the league was suspended due to the COVID-19 crisis. 
Wirtz cited the COVID-19 crisis and the league suspension as an opportunity to reassess the team's future and to set a renewed positive direction for the organization. Quote, while we can reassure our fans there will be hockey again, no one knows what that will look like. What we do know is that it will take a new mindset to successfully transition the organization to win both on and off the ice, Wirtz said. Team ownership is committed to ensuring strong executive leadership and will immediately begin a search to fill the role of president. In the interim, Daniel Wirtz, 43, Jesus, I'm only 42, what am I doing? Currently vice president of the Chicago Blackhawks and alternate governor to the NHL, will serve as the team's president. Danny Wirtz has been an active advisor with the Blackhawks for the past decade, serves as the Chicago Blackhawks Foundation vice chairman, and is a representative for the team with the United Center Joint Venture. I cannot adequately express my family's appreciation to John for his contributions to the turnaround of the Chicago Blackhawks organization. I take this interim role with the utmost responsibility to the team and will focus on resetting the framework for our, the next generation of the Chicago Blackhawks, Danny Wirtz said. I look forward to working with Rocky to identify our next leader. The release goes on to talk about some of the things that Danny Wirtz has been involved with with the organization and around town, but not you know totally pertinent to the news. Okay, so a lot to digest in this whole thing. And as soon as it happened, I got a lot of text messages from friends and family, whatever. And I guess it's nice to be the resource, but look, I'm being honest with you. This caught me as off guard as it caught anybody. I had no idea this was coming. I had heard whispers that McDonough was maybe considering retiring. This is a firing. If you listen to the words in this press release, this is a damn firing. This is not like a, eh, you know, he's he wants to go a different direction. No, this is, you know, Quote, Rocky Wirtz, as difficult as this is, we believe it was the right decision for the future of the organization and its fans. That's a big quote. Here's the other one that struck with me. That stuck with me. What we do know is that it will take a new mindset to successfully transition the organization to win both on and off the ice. So here's a couple things, okay, as I'm trying to digest what I'm going to talk about on this podcast. And by the way, some of the things that were mentioned early on in praise of John McDonough are legitimate and will get acknowledged tomorrow with James, but today is not the day for that. John McDonough did a lot of good things for this organization, but what's important right now is what does this mean? Okay. And in the time since this happened, the people I've talked to in the organization have been as surprised as you are. So this you know, aside from the people at the very, very top, not a lot of people knew this was coming. Okay. So keep that in mind. This was something that was kept very secret. Uh, remember it was last month where Rocky Wirtz told Scott Powers, everybody's job was safe. Right. And we did a bunch of podcasts about that sort of lamenting it. So here's my initial thought. Okay. First of all, this move is meaningless unless other things happen. You don't just fire John McDonough, okay? Does this mean Bowman's fired? Does this mean Bowman and Cowton are fired? Well, here are the three possible scenarios I see happening, okay? Uh, this is in no particular order, but these are the three things I can see sort of happening. And we've discussed this a little bit before, 
that if the Hawks were looking to move Stan Bowman out of the GM role, a possibility would be kind of like what the White Sox did with Kenny Williams, elevate them in title, elevate him in pay, give him a role as executive VP or something. You know what I mean? Give him some promotion using air quotes, take the day-to-day hockey operations, the roster construction, take all those things out of Stan Bowman's hands and bring in a new GM. Okay. That's one possibility. The second possibility is this is the first step of a total house cleaning where McDonough is the first one gone, then it's Bowman, and you can't, you don't keep Jeremy Cowlin if you keep Bowman, right? Okay, there's a second scenario, total house cleaning. And I think based on what I've heard from fans over the last two, three years, that's what everybody wants, a fresh start, a fresh set of eyes on the whole thing. And number three, and this I think this is the least likely, but I do think there's a percentage chance that this could be spun as, well, now without John McDonough over his shoulder, Stan Bowman can be left to do what he's always wanted to do. Okay? So here's my question. And here's why I think there's a little bit of possibility for that. Okay? The quotes that I reiterated from the press release. All right? You've got the one that says, we believe it was the right decision for the future of the organization and its fans, and it will take a new mindset to successfully transition the organization to win both on and off the ice. Those are calculated words. Rocky Wirtz is not just talking out his ass. He's not just saying things, okay? That means something. When he says that, it means something. And here's one thing I do know about John McDonough. The idea of a rebuild and the word rebuild were never in his vocabulary. It's It was a non-starter with him. And while I've been told by people very much in the know as to how the day-to-day hockey operations worked, John McDonough didn't meddle. He didn't, you know, uh, shoot down trades or whatever. But from what I'm told, there was a constant pressure. There was a constant sort of uh, over-your-shoulder sort of a feeling with John McDonough. And that wasn't just in the hockey operations department, by the way. If you know anyone who worked for the team uh, in any role, John McDonough is a tough dude to work for. And I think anyone with John McDonough's success would probably be the same way. But I think if you could probably hear a collective sigh going coming from a lot of United Center and Blackhawks employees today as that sort of, oh, that presence is now gone from the organization. So here's the question we need to ask. Is Rocky Wirtz on board with a rebuild? If I'm reading between the lines here, I could very, very easily make that argument. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl and afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. We're brought to you by our friends at Triple Threat Sports. For all your team outfitting needs, call Chris 708-478-6090. By the way, 
Chris Hubble and Triple Threat Sports have turned their production to creating masks for people during the COVID-19 crisis. So if you're looking for a mask, reach out Chris at TripleThreatSports.com and he will hook you up. They're doing, I see there's a White Sox logo mask on here. There's all sorts of sports teams logos. Not sure if the Hawks are available, but if you need a mask to go shopping, to get out during this whole thing, Chris Hubble has the hookup. He can get them to you very, very quickly. So hit him up, Chris at TripleThreatSports.com. Also want to shout out our friends at Fry the Coop, the best hot chicken in town. Uh, a couple times this month I did um, hot mic broadcasts raising some money. The last one we did, technical difficulties. Only did one period. We raised $280. Uh, Fry the Coop matched that number in food donations. And last Saturday, the 25th of April, the night staff at Christ Hospital was delivered, you know, $600 nearly of free dinner from Fry the Coop. So visit frythecoop.com. Check out their menu. There's locations everywhere. Elmhurst, Oakland. They're in the city. They're working... Uh, you know, they've got pickup windows. You don't have to go in. You can order online. They're open for business, so go check out Fry the Coop, frythecoop.com. We want to thank them for their continued support of the um, of the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. And, of course, all the first responders they're feeding on a daily basis. They are kicking ass during this crisis. So thank you to Fry the Coop for being part of this podcast. All right. So before the break, I asked the question, is Rocky Wirtz on board for Rebuild? It sounds like yes, based on just the words I've read. Now, probably tomorrow, we're going to hear from Rocky Wirtz in one way or another. Maybe he'll do a radio tour. Maybe he'll do a conference call. Maybe a conference call is coming uh, tonight, Monday night. But as of now, Rocky Wirtz has not spoken. But reading the reading those lines, and I'll read it again, this one just stands out to me. It will take a new mindset to successfully transition the organization to win both on and off the ice. Rocky Wirtz is not pleased with what's happening. That's clear. You don't fire the number one guy if you're happy with the way things are going. And like I said, I find it really hard to believe that this is the move, that this is the only move. At the same time, you've got a question even if Rocky Wirtz is saying, yes, let's rebuild, what does that mean to him? Does that mean all the veterans you can move are gone? If you find a taker for Patrick Kane, you find a taker for Jonathan Taves, you find a taker for Duncan Keith, whatever, you move them out and start from scratch? Because that's a full rebuild. You trade those guys for prospects, you trade those guys for picks, and you rebuild the team around the core of Doc DeBrinkett, well, if, th if those guys are gone, you're going to bring Strom back, Kubelik, you know, uh, Boquist, all these guys, Ian Mitchell, all these young players that are on the team. Is he ready to do a full rebuild and put the next generation of Blackhawks hockey in the hands of those kids? Or is it going to be another, like, 75% rebuild where, all right, like, Dahan is gone and Mott is gone, and, and maybe Andrew Shaw is gone if you can find a taker. Maybe Connor Murphy is gone, and you let this young team try to win while rebuilding with Taves, Kane, and Keith? Or do you maintain the direction with different leadership? There's so many unanswered questions here. 
it's really, really crazy. It's, I mean, the, the possibilities here are endless. And again, once Rocky Wirt speaks, we'll have a better indication of what the Blackhawks' plans are. But man, this is not what I expected to hear today. <laughs> I mean, we just had the Bears draft. We just had the Bulls making news. We've got the last dance going on. I'm like, hey, you know what? For a quarantine, there's actually a lot of sports news going on that's helping us maintain things on the score where I work. This is just another one. Out of the blue. I had no expectation. And the other thing is, too, keep in mind, like, the whole Jay Blunk thing. Jay Blunk is probably not going to stick around with John McDonough gone. And I know that I think 1% of Hawks fans care about that in the least, but there's big ripple effects here. Big ripple effects. And it doesn't just affect the team on the ice. Organizationally, things are going to change, too. And remember... When John McDonough came to Chicago, or came to Chicago, came to the Blackhawks, he was in Chicago for a long time, early on, oh, the Hawks were, they were so accessible. It was easy to, oh, you want to talk to the Blackhawks? You want to do an interview with the Hawk? No problem. What time? We'll bring him by the studio, blah, blah, blah. As they were rebuilding the, uh, you know, the, what do you want to say, like the Q rating of the organization, growing the personalities of the players. But then once they started winning, that access got cut down, and media access got cut down, and the way things work as far as talking to Blackhawks changed. Like, for my job, back in the day, I was able to just text Eddie Olchek and say, hey, can you jump on the show? No problem. Over the last few years, everything had to be cleared through the PR department. And while they usually said yes, it made it a little more complicated, right? It made it a little more difficult. That is a move that is is made just in general, all right? My perception of that is it gives them control, okay? It also gives someone in my position or in the position of a radio host to, if they are dependent on the team for guests or for information or for access or whatever, and they know they need that approval, maybe in the mind of a PR department or a team president, in John McDonough's case, maybe need to be so reliant on the team for assistance prevents you from saying things you might want to say. It didn't affect me at all. <laughs> I've gotten several stern emails from Blackhawks people. I get it. Like, it's part of the gig. If I'm going to criticize the Blackhawks, you know, six times a week on my podcast and how many times on the score, I'm going to piss some people off. That's part of it. But that that's part of why things are done that way. So it went on from, you know, the warm fuzzies of the first few years of the dynasty to like, oh, you know, access is sort of slipping away. When's the last time you heard Jonathan Taves talk on a radio station? I don't know. It's interesting. I'm very, very interested to see how this plays out. And, you know, McDonough got a lot of credit for, and somewhat rightfully so, for putting the Hawks on the map again, for hiring a legitimate marketing staff, for really growing the, you know, growing the staff of the team on and off the ice. That's something Theo Epstein did 
when he came to the Cubs, it wasn't just this guy's good at evaluating talent. It was he's going to triple the scouting staff. He's going to bring in all these resources. Like Those are the sort of things John McDonough did for the Blackhawks. He took them from one of the worst organizations in sports to one of the best in the NHL. Maybe the premier organization in the NHL. If you talk to players, they'll say the Hawks are right up there, top three for sure. John McDonough gets credit for that. But now it's the stuff over the last few years when the winning has stopped and the PR has stopped and the bandwagon has slowed down a little bit and some people have hopped off. How have things gone since then? And the answer is not great. There hasn't been a really good indication of the direction of this team. Do you know the direction of this team? I don't. I have an idea. I have some thoughts on it. But... I can't say definitively, this is what the Blackhawks are trying to do right now. What it feels like they're trying to do is do some Band-Aid work. That's what Andrew Shaw was. That's what Calvin DeHaan was. And hell, if those guys stayed healthy, it might have worked. They might have been a playoff team this year if you got what you expected from Andrew Shaw and Calvin DeHaan played the majority of the 82 games or whatever it was before things shut down. Yes, they're probably in better position for this year but maybe it's better that they didn't make it this year so now they get a better draft pick and now they can add another piece to the future which is what is in my mind the most important thing right now all right thank you for listening to this edition of the madhouse chicago hockey podcast got to tell you about our other sponsors chuck's southern comforts cafe and marishka's in crest hill 604 theater street uh, family-owned operators since 1933. They're celebrating their anniversary this uh, week, so thank you to Marishka's for being part of things. Both Chuck's and Marishka's are open for curbside pickup. Place your order. Go pick up some great food. Go support our sponsors. We'll tell you all about them when James joins me on Tuesday afternoon for another full-length edition of the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. Who knows what happens between now and that time tomorrow. We could be talking about a whole new staff or the search for a whole new staff, or we could be talking about business as usual. It's going to be a hell of a, what, 18 hours or so before we talk again. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for still caring about the Blackhawks, even though they were the furthest thing from people's minds until, oh, about an hour ago. My name is Jay Zawoski. Thanks for listening to the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. We will talk to you once again tomorrow afternoon. Don't miss it. Until then, be well, stay safe, Wash your hands, stay home, all those good things. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. Okay, parachutes ready. Boy, the things I go through to get auto loan rates as low as 0.99% APR for 60 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.